0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, it will be my player spotlight, highlighting a great that just passed, Paul Silas. So we will give honor to him, we'll look back over his career, and we'll talk about all of that. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're going to do our player spotlight. I had it on one player, but I'm going to skip that person and we'll just highlight someone we have just recently lost. So uh, it's about Paul Silas, Paul Silas, a well known and respected player as well as coach in the NBA. Uh, We just lost him. So I said, you know what? Time to do a profile. So, uh, let's get into it. Paul Silas, a power forward at the height of 6'7", 225 pounds. So, uh, kind of undersized, but uh, man, could he rebound. So, well, we'll talk about it. He was born July 12, 1943 in Prescott, Arkansas. So, uh, he was born down there in the kind of Midwest there, uh, Arkansas, uh, kind of, kind of north as well, uh, a little north west as well. So, uh, yeah. So, with that, he went to high school. His high school was McClemmons in Oakland, California. So, eventually, the family migrated from Arkansas heading to Oakland, California. Uh, it's similar to what, what was done in the south. South a lot of um black southerners moved north going to, you know, places like New York, uh Pennsylvania, uh Maryland, those sort of places up north there. So, um and the Midwest is kind of the same kind of migration towards California and those type of places. So, uh, so the family went west, going to Oakland, California. And again, he attended McClemens High School, and he was named in his senior year. Uh, he was named Parade All-American second team. He made the second team there. So, uh, so. Paul Silas basketball career off to a bit of a nice start there Uh, he attended Creighton University in 1960 at the age of 17 so going into Creighton a little under the average age usually 18 or so Uh, but he goes in at the age of 17 to Creighton he does one year of junior varsity before moving up to varsity. The following season and of course during three years of that. He set a record, uh, NCAA record, for most rebounds in three seasons with 1,751 rebounds. So, Paul Salas had a knack for rebounding. So, uh, obvious to see with his him having the record at that time. Um, his career average at Creighton during his um, his four-year stay, three of them in varsity, his average was tw- about 20 and a half points per game and low over 21 and a half rebounds. So, and he also led the NCAA and rebound in 1963. So, he was drafted in the 19 19- 64 draft. He was drafted actually in the second round. He was the 12th pick overall by the St. Louis Hawks. The few notable players that went before him. Uh, you had Jim Barnes going before him. Going to New York. At um, the, He was the number one pick in the draft actually. Uh, then you have Joe Caldwell. from Out of Arizona State going second. Walt Hazard. Uh, out of UCLA, going to LA actually with the third pick. And then two picks before Paul Silas, Hall of Famer Willis Reed going to the New York Knicks coming out of Grambling. So uh, so you have that dynamic there. So few of the notable players for from that draft. Also later in that draft, uh, Jerry Sloan was selected in that draft as well. So he came into the league, the St. Louis Hawks, right on the heels of uh, legendary Bob Pettit having his last hurrah there. It was his last season as a pro, Bob Pettit. And if you check back my episodes, I actually did a player profile on Bob Pettit. Great career he had. So, um, so he played with the likes of Bob Pettit as um, of as a. As a rookie in the league his career got off to a bit of a slow start the first three years or so uh he came off the bench didn't see much time so kind of blending him and slowly it wasn't until his fourth season that he averaged a triple double not a triple double i'm sorry a double double uh 13.4 points per game and 11.7 rebounds so uh paul salas finally getting his shot fourth year in the league he's a starter now and now producing for the hawks and during his uh, he ends up getting traded from um the hawks who actually in his last uh season there they moved to it from st louis to atlanta so um so he gets traded Traded to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for Gary Gregor, a promising young forward who was actually on the he was all on the all rookie team. So, so Hawks bringing in a promising young talent and uh, therefore trading Paul Silas out. Uh, during Paul Silas's stay there, he played with the likes of Bob Pettit. Lenny Wilkins, who he uh, was good friends with even after basketball. Zelmo Beatty, Richie Guerin, and Cliff Hagan. So he played with quite a bit of uh, Hall of Famers there. So he gets traded to Phoenix. During his stay in Phoenix, he stayed there for three seasons. Each year, he averaged a double-double. He made all-defensive team twice. And he made one all-star game in 1971-72 season. So so with that, he was then traded to Boston with cash for the rights to aba or Charlie Scott. So he gets traded from Phoenix and then he's heading to the Boston Celtics uh, in exchange for guy who was tearing up the aba uh charlie scott so during his four seasons in boston uh he played with the likes of dave cowens john havelcheck jojo white and all those guys there he during those four seasons he averaged a double double each year while winning two championships in 1974 and then in 1976 which is prior to the aba nba merger so he also made another all-star appearance as a celtic and he made three all defense teams so again uh showing that you know he's a prolific rebounder as well as a guy who can defend his position so (laughs) traded again this time he was traded in a Three-team trade. This time, Paul Silas goes to Denver. Uh, Ralph Simpson goes to Detroit, leaving Denver, actually. And then Carl Rowe leaving Detroit, going to Boston. So uh, so he's part of a uh, three-team trade that was made there. So, so with that, he only spent one year in Denver before... Getting traded yet again. Uh, getting traded along with Marvin Webster and Willie Wise. Going to Seattle this time. Going to Seattle um, in exchange for Tom Burleson, Bob Wilkerson, and a second round pick. So, uh, and this is prior to the 1977-78 season. So so he finishes his last three years with the seattle supersonics as an enforcer and a a really important piece for seattle helping them to win their championship in 1978-79 so paul silas again being a major factor for a team a championship team at that so he retires after the 1979-80 season. So, and then from there, he immediately goes into the coaching profession. Uh, in fact, he landed a head coaching job with the San Diego Clippers. They were the Clippers were in San Diego at the time. So, he spent three seasons there. No playoffs. In fact, they finished 34 and 46. 17 and 65 and then 25 and 57. So uh, not much success in the uh, while with the San Diego Clippers. Notable players that he coached, uh, Swin Nader, Freeman Williams, a young Tom Chambers, uh, a young Terry Cummings, who, in fact, under his watch, he... One rookie of the year, his first season in the league. Terry Cummins did. Bill Walton, who although he only played 33 games for him, Walton still dealing with the foot issues and so forth. Lionel Hollins, and then a young Craig Hodges as well, who would eventually end up with the Bulls, helping those guys there. So, so after being fired from the San Diego Clippers. He becomes an assistant coach for 12 years, starting with 1988, where he would be an assistant with the New Jersey Nets. And then he, from there, for the New York Knicks, he was there a few seasons there. Then he goes back to New Jersey to the Nets, also assistant coach in Phoenix, and then an assistant in Charlotte as well. In fact, uh, he finally gets his uh, another chance at coaching 15 years removed from his last job that he had with the San Diego Clippers. Um, so he gets a crack at head coaching when the Charlotte Hornets move him up from... Um, they basically named him interim head coach after they fired um, a buddy of his, uh, Dave Cowens. Uh, he got fired. So, and with 35 games left in that season, he ends up uh, coaching the team to a 22 and 13 record. So, so then the off season's off season comes and then after that 1998 99 season he's he gets the job full time the head coaching job there his charlotte teams would go 40 after that they go 49 and 33 46 and 36 44 and 38 and then 47 and 35 while he was coaching the Hornets and he also coached the inaugural first year in New Orleans when they became the New Orleans Hornets Uh, so during those runs they made it to to the conference semifinals twice and they they got knocked out the conference semifinals twice and then in the first round they got knocked out twice so uh, what can you do there the notable players he coached while he was with the Hornets, Eddie Jones, the late Bobby Phils, Derek Coleman, Anthony Mason, who came in in the trade for Larry Johnson, Jamal Mashburn, and Baron Davis. So he left the, he leaves the New Orleans Hornets to coach LeBron in the LeBron James in his first two seasons in the NBA. So he uh he's able to coach LeBron there in the 19 not nineteen two thousand 2003-2004 season and then 2004-2005. Both of those seasons the team would go 35 and 47 and then 34 and 30 before he was fired um before the season's in would end he worked briefly at espn you know doing analyst work there and then he comes back to the charlotte this time they're the charlotte bobcats uh they had a name change uh so forth um that's a podcast for another day but nonetheless for so he came to coaching one last time as interim he lasted two seasons before leaving the game for good in 2012. So, so that in a nutshell is Paul Silas's career. Let's look at his career numbers, shall we? As an NBA player, uh, he played 16 years, played in uh, 1,254 games. His career averages 9.4 points per game, nearly 10 rebounds per game. blocks. Shot at 43.2% from the field. 67.3% from the free throw line. He's a three-time champion. Twice with Boston. Once with Seattle. A two-time All-Star. Five-time All-Defense. Twice he was first-teamer. And then the other three times he was second-team. So, And then... Uh, so, that's his NBA career, career right there. So, uh, Other accolades are his number 35 jersey. It was retired by Creighton in 1974. And then he himself was inducted into the National Collegiate Hall of Fame in 2017. Along with the likes of Tim Duncan... John Stockton, uh, Jay Williams, and a few others as well. Also, Scott May. So, he he dies on Sunday, uh, December 11th, in Denver, North Carolina. He, uh, he passes of a cardiac arrest. So, uh, of course, our hearts are heavy over that. And then his children... Uh, he has a da- daughter, Paula. He's survived by a daughter, Paula, as well as uh, a wife, Carolyn. And his son, who you might be familiar with, his son is Stephen Silas, who is now currently the Houston Rockets coach. So an interesting fact about him, uh, he's actually the first cousin to the Pointer Sisters. The Pointer Sisters, we we know... Uh, Uh, Lady Singing Group um, Made up of June Bonnie and Roof Bonnie left the group in 1978 So it just became June, Roof, and Anita And they had some uh, good songs in the 70s But 80s is where they really took off A lot of songs I'm So Excited uh, Neutron Dance He's So Shy i could go on so uh interesting factoid he is first cousins with those ladies so all right guys so let's hear about what they were saying about paul Silas in his passing so gotta um and i mean the comments were many from many who knew him well uh steve clipper he had uh glowing things to say about him, so on and so forth. So let me just run through it. So uh, this was on the New Orleans Pelicans website. This, this uh, comment here, the New Orleans Pelicans are saddened to learn about the passing of Paul Silas, Silas, the first head coach in New Orleans Hornets, Pelicans franchise history. He was, was instrument, uh, instrumental figure when the team moved from Charlotte to New Orleans in 2002, leading the team to 47 wins in its inaugural season, we extend our deepest condolences to the Silas family during this difficult time, and this is the statement from the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, LeBron was uh, interviewed after one of his game well, his game on Sunday, and he had this to say about Paul Silas. Probably one of the greatest human beings I've ever been around. The start of my journey in this league started with him. So this is, um, this is directly from LeBron James. So, all right, let's go to the Twitterverse and see what they were saying there. So I'll give you all the Twitter uh, statements made. Let's start, of course, with the Commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver. His what Adam Silver said uh, via Twitter. All of these are via Twitter, the rest of these, by the way. We mourn the passing of former NBA All-Star and head coach Paul Silas. Paul's lasting contribution to the game is seen through the many players and coaches he inspired, including his son, Rockets head coach Stephen Silas. We send our deepest condolences to Paul's family, and that's from Adam Silver. Next, we'll hear from Greg McDermott, who's the current Creighton head coach. I am deeply saddened to hear of the passing of Creighton legend Paul Silas. His illustrious career as a player and coach will be matched by few. Our thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends during this difficult time. And that's from Greg McDermott, Creighton, Head uh, university head coach, and this is from the Boston Celtics. Paul Silas was a consummate team player and an integral member of the 1974 and 1976 NBA World Champion teams. Paul was a fierce competitor with a tenacious with his tenacious rebounding and depth scoring ability around the hoop. An intense and driven player on the court, the personable and gracious Silas was an ambassador for the sport of basketball and a gentleman off the court. The Boston Celtics mourn his passing and extend our sympathies to his family and loved ones. That's from the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics always being the class act when it comes to these sort of things. Uh, This is from the Seattle Supersonics. I even know they still had a page since they're not in uh, quote-unquote existence, but uh, this is from their page. Satin to hear of the passing of Paul Silas, a member of the 1979 NBA champion Supersonics. He was a beloved figure, a fierce competitor, and simply an incredible man. So that's from the Seattle Supersonics. This is from the Los Angeles Clippers. Remember, he started his coaching career with the San Diego Clippers. So, we mourn the loss of Paul Silas, a two time All Star and three time champion, who started his NBA head coaching career with the Clippers from 1980 to 1983, before also coaching the Hornets, Cavaliers, and Bobcats. So, uh, That's a statement from the Clippers. And then from the Houston Rockets. The Fertitta family and the Rockets organization are deeply saddened by the passing of Paul Silas, father of Rockets head coach, Stephen Silas. Our heartfelt thoughts are with Stephen and his family during this difficult time. So, that's a statement from the Houston Rockets, uh, being that his son is the coach there. So... And now this is from the NBA Players Association. We are deeply saddened by the passing of our brother, Paul Silas. Paul was an incredible man on and off the court, whose impact was felt across generations of our basketball community. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Silas family during this time. Uh, And this is from the, the... the National Basketball Players Association. Oh, by the way, during his tenure in the NBA, he also served as union president uh, at one point in time there. This is from David Aldridge, NBA columnist and analyst. So sad to hear of the passing of the legendary Paul Silas, a giant of a man on and off the court who was always generous and honest with his time. Condolences to Stephen and his family, RIP, R. 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 rest in peace. And that's from David Aldridge. Now from Bob Ryan, Boston, Boston's Globe columnist. I am very sad to report that the great Paul Silas has died at age 79. To watch him play was a joy. To be his friend was an honor. And that's from Bob Ryan. So. And this, this is from Howard Beck. He actually has a Paul Silas story to tell. So Howard Beck, NBA columnist and analyst. And this is the story. Every July, July, I get this cheerful happy birthday text, which I always found very thoughtful, but also surprising. We didn't know each other well. Just spoke a few times by phone, and how did he know my birthday? Was I being pranked? Was it still his phone? But I always text back to say, "Thank you, I thank you. Hope you're well." Mentioned this whole routine to Steven Silas last year, and showed him the texts. Big smile and a laugh. Yep, Steven said, "That's still my dad's number," and yes, he sent those to everyone. It's his thing. Silas was a giant in the league in so many ways and touched so many lives as a player and coach. Grateful I got a chance to chat with him over the years. I'll miss those birthday texts. Sending love to his whole family. Rest easy, coach. And that's from Howard Beck. So nice, nice little story there. Uh, but that, again, that speaks to the. Gentleman of a man that he is. so. And this now is from Mike Weiss. Another NBA journalist. Paul Silas is one of the greatest people I've ever known. The fact that he was a Hall of Fame basketball player. NBA coach. Oakland's own. Was almost ancillary. I love that man. Godspeed. My heart goes out to his widow Carolyn. And children. Steven and Paula. So that's from Mike Weiss. Now this is from Mike Greenberg, host of Get Up, and you know him from the Mike and Mike and Mike show. You know him from that, so um, so you know him in that regard. So sad to hear about Paul Silas, who was as rugged a rebounder as the NBA ever saw and basketball lifer in all the best ways. Won three championships and played and later coached with great passion and toughness. Condolences to his son, his son Stephen, and all his family. That's from Mike Greenberg. This is from Stephen A. Smith, host of First Take, uh, and pretty much the face of the ESPN in that regard. Incredibly sad to hear the news that former NBA coach Paul Silas has passed away, tough as nails, big-time competitor, champion, and a, and a man who was always, always good to me, especially when I started in this business. Condolences to Houston Rockets coach Paul Silas and fan, And that's from Stephen A. Smith. R.I.P. Now this is from Michelle Tafoya, also of ESPN. She's a sideline reporter for the NFL. R.I.P. Paul Silas. What a wonderful light and cut too short. Sincerest condolences to those close to him and all who admired him. And that's from Michelle T- Tafoya. Now this is from the. MBPA president, uh, Michelle Roberts, a true champion, as a player and a man. Rest in peace and power, arms around the family. And that's from Michelle Roberts. Now we have uh, former head coach George Call, and recent Hall of Famer, by the way. Paul Silas was a competitor. He got his teams to play the right way, and he always mental, mental. He was always mentally and physically tough. Paul was a great ambassador of the game, and he will be missed. And this is from George Carl. Now, from Austin Carr, a former Cleveland Cavalier player and current TV analyst. Sad to hear about Paul Silas. He was a good friend and one of the best people I've had the gift to know. My family sends its condolences to Paul's family, and that's from Austin Carr. And now this is from Eddie Johnson, former player, played in many pl- different places there, and current NBA analyst. One of the greatest teams ever continues to be built up in heaven. Paul was one of the greatest rebounders ever, and an ultimate team guy. And most importantly, he was a great mentor. Thanks, Paul, for always greeting me with a smile and great advice. R.I.P. And that's from Eddie Johnson. This is from Rex Chapman, a former player as well. Uh, And I believe he, yes, he played uh, under Paul's watch as a Hornet. Paul Silas was a giant in basketball circles, a great man, Was fortunate to spend a couple of seasons with Paul when I was an assistant with the Suns. So, mm, interesting. I don't know anyone with a bad word to say about him, ever. A sad day. My heart is with Stephen and the family. Rest Paul. And that's from Rex Chapman. Hmm. This is from Del Curry, former Charlotte Hornet, who played under Paul Silas that much I know uh, good friend, great coach, better person and that's from Dell Curry of course father of Steph and Seth Curry of the NBA this is from Irvin Magic Johnson we all know Laker legend RIP to Hall of Famer three time NBA champion and my guy Paul Silas Paul made a huge contribution to the game of basketball and will sorely, will be sorely missed. Cookie and I send our prayers and condolences to the entire Silas family. And that's from Magic Johnson. And then the last one, uh, remember I told you guys he was first cousin with the Pointer Sisters? This is from the Pointer Sisters. Our first cousin, Paul Silas, has passed. The pointers and the Silas's lived and grew up together in our house in Oakland, California. We were so proud of him when he joined the the NBA. We stayed in touch. He will be missed. So many memories, and that is from the Pointer sisters. So, so yes, guys, uh, we salute and we give honor to the late great paul silas uh he touched so many lives so many players had glowing things to say i believe also baron davis was uh was one of those players upset when he was let go from the hornets because he had such love and admiration for him uh so yes uh had a tough tough player And a gentleman of a man as a coach, Uh, so we salute you, Paul Silas, and we bid you well on your journey to the afterlife. So, all right, guys. So we will cut it off here. Uh, Always so much to do as far as the world of basketball goes. So. as long as it keeps happening, I'll keep bringing it. All right, guys? So, with that said, I'll wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, gd.com. You can also email me at that at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that gd at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.